0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Melissa Zura Grant, and you are listening to Why Are People Into That? <laughs>
1: You're listening to episode 22 of Why Are People Into That, a podcast for the sexual underground. I'm your host, Tina Horn, and my incredible sponsors today and every day are Smitten Kitten, the sex toy store for everybody. Visit smittenkittenonline.com to find feminist porn, powerful vibrators, brilliant erotica, and the best customer service you could ever hope for while trying to pick out the right lube. A little business up top, you may have noticed that I've been releasing episodes less frequently of late. The good news is that I have been very busy writing a book for Quiver Press about the etiquette of sexting. The bad news is that I subsequently only have had time to produce one podcast a month. I hope eventually to make them as often as once a week, but for the moment, I'm just gonna make the best goddamn episodes I can, and hope that you savor every bite. I've been getting a lot of great feedback lately on social media and on sites like Autostraddle, and I want to keep that coming. If you like the show, give me a shout on Twitter, at Tina Horns Ass or at into that podcast. Ask me anything by emailing Tina Horn at com and I may even answer you on the show. Today's guest is iconoclastic pornographer Nikki Silver, the creator of NaughtyNatural.com and an icon of hairy femininity. I wrote an essay for Silver's photography book, Unshaven, which comes out in June of this year. This episode captures one of the many conversations we've been having recently about overgrown bushes and armpit smells, as well as the assumptions that people make when they see that we don't shave. So put on your hiking boots and throw away your razor, for why are people into hair?
2: Silver. Hello. <laughs> um...
1: Thanks for having me in, you have one of the most impressive four-poster princess beds <laughs> that, uh, Thank you. of all the four-poster princess beds I've ever napped in. How this, many
2: have you napped in? I
1: haven't been keeping count, <laughs> but I can definitely tell you that yours is my favorite.
2: Thank you. I love my bed very much. It's, yeah. a, it's... my cat and most everyone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're living the dream. Um... So, uh, I'm so glad that you agreed to spontaneously (laughs) podcast with me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know. We just had a meeting. Yeah. We just had a
1: meeting and I uh, was trying not to over plan, but then I looked at you and I looked at the time and I said, we can do this. "I I could, I could take a break, but breaks are for Dead people. <laughs> Break when
2: you're dead. Yeah, exactly. Now's uh, the time for a
1: living. Yeah, exactly. And uh gathering content. And it's not every day that I have the opportunity to talk no. with the esteemed Nikki Silver. Well, at least in person. At least right, exactly. <laughs> um uh so today, let's cut to the fucking chase, right? Alright. Um <laughs> uh today we're gonna talk about why are people into Let's just say hair. Why are people into hair? Um uh, the reason that uh, we would do not not hear the musical. <laughs> That's um, pretty good too. Although that I have questions about that. <laughs> why are people into that? <laughs> um uh, but no, the the reason that I wanna ask you um why are people into hair, particularly body hair particularly body hair on female bodies, is that you are the proprietor, proprietress, uh, entrepreneur, uh, res, Queen. Queen. <laughs> queen. I Queen. Is that what it says in your text forms? No. No. Um, of, of an amazing website called Naughty Natural. Um, and you are, uh, So you're a a porn maker and model uh, and uh, an entrepreneur, and uh, you also are releasing your first photo book next year. I am. Of of images uh, from your website or in the spirit of your website. So tell us a little bit about what Naughty Natural, the website, and Unshaven, the book, are all about, Nikki Silver.
2: All right. Well, um, Naughty Natural... Uh, is a website I started, um, because I had been a hairy model for other hairy sites for a few years and I was getting really sick of working for other people, um, especially working for, um, larger companies run by men, uh, who often, you know, were sexist in various kinds of normal ways and exceptional ways and just all the things, (laughs) um, And, yeah. Just your ordinary
1: run-of-the-mill bullshit just, you're used to dealing
2: with. Yeah. yeah, and I just got sick of um, these people I didn't really respect or, like, very much making money off of me and the models I was shooting who I was, like, you know, the, my favorite thing about all of it was shooting the models. So you, okay, so you were both
1: modeling for several um, hairy sites mm-hmm. um, and you were also um, working behind the scenes for those companies yeah, as well, Yeah, shooting right? content for them. Yeah.
2: And shooting for con- content for them... Uh, on a like a content producer basis, which means like not showing up to a studio hired by them, like they supply everything, like meaning like I found the talent, I set up the shoots, I direct the shoots, I deliver the content. So basically doing doing everything um, yeah. and feeling like not proprietary over the models or the content, but that like the without me and without the models that the content wouldn't exist. And therefore, feeling resentful towards the companies, both on the model's behalf and my own, that our labor was going towards, uh, basically increasing the wealth of people that I didn't respect and I didn't feel respected. Me, absolutely. So
1: fuck that. Yeah. Smash it. Smash them. Um, yeah. or, or or just fucking um, build your own thing. So so well, that's uh, what so, I did. so tell me a little bit about. Um, How did you discover the world of hairy porn as a niche fetish um, uh, uh, sector of the porn industry?
2: Um, I basically found it because I um, had been doing adult modeling and porn work um, shaven, but I had to shave to do it. Um, And before that, I didn't shave at all. Like I never have liked to shave. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, and then I found a gig online that, uh, didn't need you to shave. So I pursued that and then through that found out about one of the bigger hairy sites and then, you know, my sets did really well and then I shot more for them and then yeah. I kind of started realizing I could just do porn as a hairy person. Yeah. Um, I mean not honestly not make too much money because the sites are kind of like limited. Yeah. It's not the same as um, if you shave, but I was, you know, doing it rather limitedly at the time and, like, traveling around and doing activist projects and stuff, so I didn't need a ton of money or didn't need to be working all the time. So it worked out for me for a few years.
1: And so it seems like you started to become involved in the kind of porn where it wasn't just, oh, you just happened to show up and you hadn't shaved, it was that people mm-hmm. were specifically looking yes, for... specifically hairy niche did, yeah.
2: sites. Yeah. Specifically women who were either hairier than your normal woman, which I guess I am slightly, um, or just are completely unshaven, untrimmed, and a huge focus on armpit hair, a huge focus on pussy hair, huge mm-hmm. focus on leg hair. Mm-hmm. Or really any, just any body hair at all.
1: It does seem like those are kind of the three... But those are the three sites of... Yeah. What are some yeah. other parts of the body? Oh, that there's so are many. Toes.
2: Uh-huh. Um, toes, arms. Like when, when women have like thick arm hair, I always take lots of pictures of that. Uh, a little upper lip, mustache, yeah. nipple hairs. I have really long nipple hairs. Um, treasure trail. Uh-huh. Um, That's
1: but, like the hair between the belly button and, and, the, the, pubic, and the pubic hair. Yeah. Right. Right. Um,
2: so those are the the main ones that people tend to have. But what then, about asshole hair? Oh yeah, oh yeah asshole hair. That's yeah. kind of connected to pussy hair. But yeah. yeah, but yeah. ass hair. And even just like, um, I take a lot of pictures now of like when women have like, like the women that have le- uh, lighter hair, mm. sometimes it's hard to see, so what I'll do is I'll backlight it mm. so you can just see the fuzz from the back of the, mm. like the sun coming through the fuzz on their legs and stuff because there's actually quite a lot of blonde women that have a lot of, Hair, but it's very soft and very light colored, yeah. and so if they're they're white and they have light skin, like you just you can't necessarily see it super well in a picture. So you have to do all these like things. But um well, you're so yeah. savvy. So and I spent a lot of time taking that. yeah, taking creative, strange pictures of different kinds of body hair. Yeah.
1: yeah. So so it's so uh, your your career is so interesting to me because it seems like you were interested in being involved in the adult industry and you um, maybe at first were like, well, I have to shave because mm-hmm. I'm, you know, in order to, to make money and then when you, but you prefer not to shave. Yeah. And it sounds like you feel sexier. Oh yeah. And more confident when you don't shave. Yeah. And so then when you were able to find ways to model without shaving where the specific focus was on you being more your, um, your self, uh, in terms of your persona, yeah. um, that you wanted, that you could have your persona be somebody who didn't shave. Right. And then through doing that, you decided that you wanted to, represent that world and be in charge of it yourself and now you're thinking of creative ways to photograph (laughs) body hair yeah yeah um well what do you think
2: is what what do you love about being unshaven oh what do I love about it well I'll be honest my primary reason for it is just pure laziness yeah Um, I just it's hard to even get me to shower or, like, put on mascara, let alone, like, spend hours, like, what, every couple of days um, removing, like, actually quite a lot of body
1: hair. Right, because you uh, have very thick, dark
2: Yeah, especially hair. my, like, legs. Like, my armpits are pretty, like, I'd say, like, slightly above average, but normal. But, um, my, yeah, especially my pubic area and legs are just crazy. So, um, mostly it's pure laziness. But that laziness isn't, like, doesn't exist in a vacuum. It's not, oh, I'm just... I'm just a non-person who's lazy, you know? Like, there's reasons why I'm not invested in that kind of uh, maintenance of myself that are, like, political and personal and um, rooted in, like, you know, anti-patriarchal analysis and um, and just generally, like, a disinterest in um, doing what people would like me to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. I, yeah, I like, I like that philosophy. But I myself. do also,
2: like, you know, the... The it just feels so normal to me that there it's hard for me to think about what I do like about it because it just is me. Yeah. Um. But what I do like about it is is more it's more like what I don't like about shaving. Honestly, like yeah. stubble. Yeah. Is inevitable and horrific to me. Like I tell my clients if they want to go down on me, they have to be clean shaven or have a fully grown out and conditioned and yeah. moisturized. Recently, beard.
1: <laughs> and those are your um, your so kind, I don't your want, direct your direct service clients. Those, those are, I'm talking
2: about my direct service clients. But yeah. even like, uh, like if I sleep with men, any kind of men with facial hair in real yeah. life too. Like I also like need them to shave um, really recently because I just can't. I don't want to deal with stubble myself. I don't want to deal with stubble on other people. Like I just, I feel bad sometimes because I you know some people just have stubble sometimes. But I just honestly I just. find it unpleasant yeah yeah if i'm if i'm touching i don't really care about how it looks but you know if i'm rubbing on them or whatever
1: right so not
2: having that not having stubble is sexy to me whether you're waxed or whether you're fully hairy just the lack of stubble
1: yeah and do you do you like because okay uh i when i talk to um i i'm like you i prefer not to shave i have a political uh, framework for it, uh, mm-hmm. a- absolutely, um, that has to do with uh, with feminism and has to do with anti-materialism. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it mostly just boils down to the fact that I I, I don't I don't get a uh, pleasure from that kind of grooming and, yeah. and self care no, and maintenance. Um, so. Uh, you know, laziness is one way of putting it, but just kind of like uh, like priorities and values for right. me. It's like I don't I don't value like getting in the bath and 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 shaving. But I but I know I do he, value getting
2: in the bath. So.
1: I value getting <laughs> in the bath and and, and and reading a book. But I don't mean right. I don't I don't want to be like I don't I don't want to be like. I think when I was younger, I would have said like oh, well, I don't want to waste my time. I have better things to do. But right. I'm really grateful to the people in my life who either identify as femme or... Totally. Um, or who, for whatever reason, uh, prefer... The way that they feel when they're really yeah. silky, smooth, and clean shaven. Totally. They like taking a bath and and taking the time to care for themselves and groom themselves. Yeah, um, they find it sexy. They like that uh, that other people find it sexy. Um. So, um. But yeah, do you, do you like... like playing with people who are smooth shaven? So no stubble. Got it. But do you right. like playing with people who are smooth? I...
2: I do, but I think I'm just so many more people that I've slept with or played with are hairy that um, it's not that I dislike it at all. It's just always a little like, oh, you know, like kind of like surprising because I yeah. just I'm just not that used to used to it. But I also want to say that like, yeah, I feel similarly to you, and that like um, I don't my my political analysis around it is is broad, but then also like very much about myself. However, yeah. like I. totally at points have found pleasure in different, in other kinds of, of like vein body maintenance, femme, whatever. Like there's a point where I like one really was really important to me to have my nails done all the time and grown out. And I was constantly maintaining my nails. Yeah. But I just liked doing that. Like it was just pleasing to me. And it was nice when people would notice, like whether they were lovers or not, be like, oh, your nails look so nice, you know? Yeah. Or like, that's like the only thing I can think of that I could like relate to something else. Cause I don't really, I mean, I brush my hair and stuff, but like, you know, I, I just don't do anything else like on the regular and I haven't. Um, so I totally understand like for some people, you know, shaving or body hair removal, um, could be that, but it's just not for me.
1: Yeah. You know, it just you know I have to say, I actually, um, I like, I like the most, I like having hairy legs and mm-hmm. for me and I, I like having hairy armpits although when they start to um like breach um the wh- when you can when you if I'm wearing a tank top and my arms are down and, and you can, can start to see yeah. them
2: that's they what for kinda me. kind of covers it for some reason look. yeah look at you. I don't know why. You can't really see it. No. It's, it's just... your tits. The right? boobs. The, <laughs>
1: the boobs in the way. Um but the, uh I feel like I discovered at a certain point like the art of trimming uh-huh. which had like kind of never occurred to me before I was but always, it was possible I was, I was always like la- you know I'm like an all or nothing kind of girl in <laughs> general so I I had always thought like well either I just need to like not think about it at all or I need yeah. to be like you know perfect smooth femme. so so I've I've learned that I that I like to have them a little bit trimmed mm-hmm. I also have hairy nipples um uh, yeah
2: Uh, and... I used to pluck those. And actually, I think that they've grown in so thick. Yeah. Maybe because of that. But you know what's weird is I just got a... So, this is a good example. Like, I just got a weird, like, masochistic pleasure out of plucking them. I Uh, didn't actually care if they were gone or not. Yeah. I just liked doing it. And now, you know, it's pretty important for, like, my job that I I don't do it. And I kind of think they're cool. So now I just, like, I'm like, oh, it's fine. But I did used to love plucking (laughs) them.
1: I had a... I had a, uh... A
2: a lover who... (laughs) Was really into epilation play. He
1: was yeah, yeah, <laughs> epilation play. Yeah, yeah. he was uh, and particularly, particularly with my with my nipples, we would like lay in bed and he would just get the tweezers out and, and yeah. pluck them all and took this like sort of artistic satisfaction in them being in it's them being all done. Fun. And, yeah, it was fun. It was totally sexy. And, yeah. Um, and I like soft, puffy nipples, so it was mm-hmm. also then like my, my nipples were like gumdrop. Yeah. Puffy. Um. After that. Um. Uh. But they still are like that with the with the hair. Yeah, now. my nipples
2: are pretty fucking. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. some puff. Some puff going on. Yep. Um, <laughs> um. So basically, this whole time, I'm just flashing my boobs to Tina. I do. If, if people didn't notice that was happening, I'm a
1: little. What are we talking about? Um, Me bleeding on I'm my said, bed. No. Why are people <laughs> into <laughs> puffy nipples? Um. I, I. Uh. But I have to say that I really like having a bald or closely trimmed pussy
2: really yeah Yeah.
1: and I I I find it uh is more sensitive Mm -hmm. um and I do actually enjoy the like tactile sensual feeling of like touching myself when there's no hair there I kind of I find that my preference is to have like the the, v, the top hair yeah the top hair exactly yeah. um on the, but like on you the like move
2: end yeah but I real,
1: yeah I like it like on my labia itself to be like yeah to be gone um that is
2: I think I actually sort of naturally have I could just flash everything except I'm like super bloody right now so I um, won't. I mean it's
1: not that it's the world of radio
2: <laughs> doesn't really matter I just don't feel like dealing with the blood honestly but I think I actually do have. Naturally, like just less hair than some people. Like mm. I, my hair is pretty thick, like here and around my legs and everything. But then I think it does kind of naturally. Basically, I'm just a, off. a superhero and I'm perfect. But no, I'm not.
3: <laughs> um, but I think it just, just kind of naturally hairy girl.
2: naturally kind of like go away. So it kind of is just naturally absent from like around my clit and stuff. And so it don't, like yeah. I don't know how it would feel hardly different at all if I didn't yeah have the hair because it's already sort of gone from there. I don't know. Yeah. But, and, and but everyone's s- different, so the hair goes different ways, you know? And yeah. I
1: do have to say that I prefer, like, if I'm going down on somebody and I know that that person prefers to be hairy, then I'm, like, yeah, totally into the fur in the face. Totally. Um, but uh, I would say that if I had to choose that I like mm-hmm. for people to be um, more... Trimmed when I'm yeah. going down on them because you know, sometimes, yeah, hair in the mouth, hair in the you know, flossing and <laughs> and or like getting it out of the way, yeah. Or, I'm just
2: so used to like you have to like part the sea all the time <laughs> that whether it's myself or other people, I'm just like, this is what you do, you part the sea, yeah, absolutely. I don't know, and then especially like, I mean, I've hooked up with a lot of trans guys too who like don't trim or shave anything and then they're super hairy, and so you're even like even more parting the sea, right? You know, so right, I don't know, parting the sea is just part of my life. <laughs> <I don't think laughs>
1: Yes, and I guess the the, the right. takeaway from that is um, but maybe yeah, you then... get used to uh, oh I I don't want to have to part the sea, but when it becomes <laughs> when it becomes something that is sort of a part of your um, sort of like personal lifestyle, um, yeah. then it's. Um, then it then it becomes sexy, right? Yeah. Because it's like, well, this is something that's gonna happen, and now I'm gonna get like a mouth on me, right? So, cause I'm parting myself, right? So, yeah. I guess it's all about perspective.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what <laughs> I guess, and I guess the point that I'm trying to make, and I made I, this is, I feel like a very important point that I make in the in the essay that I wrote <laughs> for your unshaven book yeah. is that. Um, More than any examination of why people are into body hair, why people choose not to shave, why people might be sexually attracted to people who don't Mm. shave, I think that the most important thing, and for me the most important feminist point, is that I have no more right to police somebody yeah. who chooses to shave than, you know, if I expect people to respect the fact that, that I don't shave or that I groom in particular ways, then I'm not gonna be like, oh it's gross that you do that, oh you're brainwashed by the patriarchy that you do that. Right. Um and uh it's really just all about people being it's able to personal freedom
2: and respect for
1: that. Exactly and you know but yeah. the but the issue with body hair does have to do with the way that let's just say in America, um, uh, you know, women of our generation in particular have been raised um, where for for maybe a century, um, the it's it's so expected that women will be shaven that unless you are a part of a sub- certain subcultures that you and I have been a part of, mm-hmm. queer subcultures. You know, anarchist or punk or uh, you know various other kinds of um, underground subcultures of, of uh, or or politically radical folks. Um, uh, that people are surprised that mm-hmm. you are a female who doesn't shave. Um, in many cases, people are confused. In many mm-hmm. cases, people are. Hostile. In many Mm -hmm. cases, people are disgusted. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes they have some explanation for why they're disgusted. And sometimes they're like, it's, but it's just, it's just disgusting. And everybody knows that. Um, uh, So, yeah, I think it's safe to say that in America, you know, being unshaven, it's sort of like being queer. It's like you Mm -hmm. have to understand yourself as
2: different from. Um, like the confrontation sort of, is projected upon you, whether you're seeking it yeah. or not, at it, least in you know, in to varying degrees, depending on your situations. But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, have you had experiences where,
1: have you ever had an experience of hooking up with someone who was surprised or shocked?
2: I've no, be, but that is because I've, only, I've existed in these subcultures very in yeah. an isolationist sense for almost my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, fucking good for you though. <laughs> Which is fine by me. Yeah. Um, but certainly, like, you know, uh, in public though, people comment on it. You yeah. Know, like random people.
1: Yeah. Do um, he, so people just like. More fucking... so
2: outside the Bay Area.
1: Yeah. So people just it. say shit to you on the street or harass you on the street about it? Yeah. Both yeah.
2: Good, good and bad. I what mean, what are some things I could that give, people say? I can give lots of examples, but oh, random guys will tell me to shave and then I'll tell them to fuck off. Or we'll have a, con- or a conversation or, like, whatever, I'd rather an argument about it. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, why the hell are you telling me what to do with my body? Like, you don't even know me. Like, yeah. leave. You know, yeah. get on my face. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, and they're there's... like, that's just gross. Like bab-. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, get yeah. on my face. Um, so, that. But also, creepy. Well, okay. I get a range of hate it, um, appreciate it in a respectful way, and then just super creepy into it. Sure. So, I pre- I, I like most the middle. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> or 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 silence. Um,
1: Although it's but, just like any other kind of unsolicited, uh, right? you know, like comments on your body. Although I'd rather like,
2: have people honestly be like, oh, I really like your legs are hairy, as opposed to like, I really love your boobs, or like, you're really pretty, because at least it's like there's some kind of like social commentary to it, or like some kind of thing happening, not just right. like, uh, oh, boobs, boner, brain, dead, you know.
1: Right, I mean, it's also, it's just like... It's just like any other kind of interaction with a stranger on the street. If you really want to show appreciation for a lady, you yeah. might say, "You look very nice today," and then move on. The the, right. the, the really the, the upset, problem is, the, is that... the, the well, the problem is the expectation that you should have some sort of response or that yeah. you owe someone some sort. That you owe someone a smile. That you owe someone yeah. a thank you. That you owe someone stopping or anything
2: like that. Right. So so I've had like. I think the thing that's most obvious is my hairy legs, but it, it'll be different things. So I've had a number of guys. One time, I, when I picked up this bed, actually, yeah. it was in, uh, I picked it up in San Jose off Craigslist, and I was actually wearing a shirt I have that has Naughty Natural on it because I had just, like, done something where I was wearing it. And um, the guy that I picked up the bed from was, like, really nervous to say this to me. You know, it had been, like, helping me load the bed and everything. And then was like, hey, I'm really sorry if this makes you uncomfortable, or like, I don't want to make you feel weird, but I just, I just think you're, it's really sexy. Your legs like, are hairy. Like, I'm not trying to hit on you. I just like wanted to like let you know that I think it's awesome, and you know, and then like kind of tried to scurry away basically because he was like embarrassed. It was like actually really cute. And then, I mean, not he, not like I was attracted. To him. I just thought his, what he did was was sweet. and It is it is sweet. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, you should go to my website. This is nice. my website. Nice. But yes. then we left like almost immediately after because then he's like, what? You know, then he wants to know everything and I don't really want to sit there and talk to random dudes about my website, but I well, want to tell them to go to it and then I leave.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, if he's into your hairy legs, then he should be paying you for membership to your fucking Exactly. Yeah. So then,
2: so then I've had like a number of interactions like that where people are pretty like, pretty respectful and pretty nice and then I've also just had like, One time, oh my God, I was in Target and I was just buying whatever, Target shit. Sure. And this guy's there with his little kid and he's like... Oh, I like your hair armpits, and I'm just like, Oh thanks, you know, like whatever. Yeah. And and then he's like, Do you have a hairy pussy too? And he just <gasps> starts talking super explicitly in front of his kid, the cashier, the lady behind me. Oh. And I'm just like, dude, that's not your fucking business. Like leave. And basically start getting into this with this guy. No one's intervening, of course. Fuck. He looked high as fuck. Like, I don't know what that was about. But I was fuck like that, man. So that was fucked up. But luckily they've been not that was like the that was like the most explicit, like thing. Mostly people are kinda of just like, Oh, I like your legs or one time I was walking to go um, do Cafe coming and Glitter at El Rio. Yeah. yeah. Down whatever street it's on. In the mission and I was wearing heels and like short shorts. Yeah. So when you wear heels, people look at your legs more, you know?
1: That is true. Um as
2: opposed to usually I'm just wearing like boots or like hippie adventure sandals or something.
1: Right. And I think that for some people there is a contrast between something yeah. that has some sort of femme, right. Feminine demarcation like heels or short shorts and hairy legs, which people see They're as like, masculine, what? which is obviously yeah. A purely social construct because Every, clearly most, it's not, everyone, we're getting, we're not getting, hair. we're not augmenting ourselves to have <laughs> hair. We naturally grow hair the same yeah. way that people of all genders actually grow various kinds of hair but that but people do perceive some sort of dissonance contrast and, yeah, yeah contrast exactly
2: exactly so and I, also
1: people look at your legs more because they yeah because you're wearing heels yeah and short shorts and
2: Cause you're asking for it exactly of course i know and so the the i got two different comments i got the first i think the first one was positive oh no the first the guy was like i like your shoes and he i think was actually a foot fetishist hmm but he was pretty not creepy. He kind of just had, like, a normal conversation with me about my shoes. Yeah. And then how he liked my legs, and it was unusual, and he appreciated it. But he really didn't, like, linger, and, like... Yeah. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I wish my girlfriend wouldn't shave, and, like, your shoes are awesome. And it was it was actually a totally fine conversation. I was, like, kind of like, cool, that was nice and not creepy. It is I,
1: interesting Like, it seems like people feel like they can talk to you about your body because you oh, do yeah. something... Unexpected or yeah. unusual, but
2: honestly, people do that to just female body people in general. You have a tattoo; they talk to you, you know, mm, just mm-hmm. all kinds of. Which I don't have any tattoos, but I know, you know, they no, touch that you. Is, that is
1: absolutely true. That yeah, people feel all, that they so many have kinds have of right to touch me and talk to me because of my tattoos. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, and then the second was a couple guys that were, like, walking past me, and they were like, ew, shave that shit. And I turn around, and I start walking after them, yes. and I'm like, what'd you say? What'd you say? And I'm just, like, kind of running, like, I'm going to fight them or something, which is my MO. And then, and then they eventually were like, Leave was alone, and I just, like, went away. <laughs> <laughs> the girl in heels, like, walking after them, being like, what'd you say to me? What'd you say? But, it's fine
1: for them oh yeah can you
2: see it on my face yeah it's, but um so that was a funny that was like one that was like two blocks you know or like it was like so i yeah. had like these opposing in san francisco in san francisco these like yeah. opposing things so anyways yes i have lots of stories obviously
1: but yeah well but what, it's not constant here no i would no. imagine i would imagine it's not, yeah yeah and you your clients your direct service clients um also, your, all of your ads and your social media presence is all kind of all centered around your hair. Yep. And that's like your brand. So, so it seems like you get a lot of clients who are specifically looking for mm-hmm. um, a hairy provider. Yeah. Um, but do you ever get clients who are confused or want to have conversations or anything like that? that about, uh, about your hair?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, almost all of them talk to me about it in some regard. One nice thing about doing direct service stuff and even running my site too, because, you know, I interact with the members a lot and they're like often like tons of crossover or like people who would be my client, like direct service clients if they live somewhere else or things like that. So they're not super separate groups of people. Um, and a lot of, a lot of men of varying ages have a much more nonchalant and what I think reasonable view about body hair than you would kind of, like, guess from, like, what society tells you. Like, people who aren't necessarily hair fetishists, but they just kind of appreciate um, someone just being sort of how they want to be, and they just kind of have, like, a preference for more like natural bodies, but they don't necessarily like idolize it or fetishize it or aren't necessarily looking for someone with an exceptional amount of body hair. Yeah. They just sort of want someone, they just kind of prefer, it's just like their preference and um, and they don't, it's not, or or it's not maybe not even totally their preference, but they're just, they think I'm pretty and they just don't really care either way. Yeah. They just kind of are like, oh, you're pretty and I, you know, I, everyone tells me they don't like stubble. That's a constant thing, you <laughs> know, funny. but I've had plenty of clients be like, you know, if you were waxed, like, I wouldn't really care about that either, you know, like, you're just cool and pretty and hot and awesome and, like, I just want someone who's, like, comfortable with themselves and, like, into having sex with me, you know, and yeah, fun and whatever, you know, all the, all the other and things. You
1: are all those things.
3: Thank you. Um, so, that's, that's
1: really nice. interesting, it seems like, so some of your clients and the members of your site. Mm-hmm. Um, as as a as a uh, cross section uh, yeah. or a, a sample pool of um, of people who who are attracted to hairy women. Sometimes they are hair
3: fetishists. Yeah,
2: many many of them. And this, is, this isn't to say that that's like a good amount are extreme hair fetishists where like yeah. they want to live inside your armpit
3: they just want, they're
2: like, they're just losing their goddamn minds, like, just, like, having their face in your armpit for, like, 20 minutes while you jerk them off, you know, like, that's, like, all they, and that's, like, all they want or something, or, like, they don't want to see, like, 10 close-up pictures of one little tiny hair on a nipple, you know, like, where it's just, like, it's all about the hair, and uh, certainly the, like, models I have that are extra hairy, like, do extremely well on the website, as I was just talking to you about this one model in particular, um, but, where was I going with this? So, yeah, but it ranges, it ranges from extreme hair fetishes to people who maybe just have a preference for body hair. Yeah. Or maybe don't even have a preference for body hair. Like, I've had, or just don't have a preference. Yeah. At all. Um, but, um, I've had quite a few people tell me a lot of what they appreciate on my website is just the authenticity. Yeah. Which is kind of a weird word, but, like, um, but just, one, the fact that I run it. And I seem really engaged and like And people, you're very transparent I'm very transparent about how everything about. works yeah. and how everything functions and Yeah,
1: one glance at your website and it's very clear how the content is produced. Yeah. And it's not um I mean I'm sure there are some sites that try to market authenticity Mm -hmm. um but i I feel i mean maybe i'm just a savvy consumer but i feel like i can tell the difference yeah um but i want just one glance at your site and it's like really clear that it's um that it's you uh you're a talented photographer with great equipment and you uh uh have uh uh, high production value um, uh, on a sort of like indie DIY, budget. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and that you uh, take pictures of yourself and your friends, all of whom are sort of part of a, a subculture, yeah. Um, and, and and yeah. So it seems like some some people are uh, hair fetishists, and some people are attracted to hairy women because. There's this association of iconoclasm and mm-hmm. association of they can sort of project a fantasy of a certain kind of girl, a certain kind right. of personality, a certain maybe a, a certain kind of intelligence or certain kind of mm-hmm. political leaning, um, totally, or just like individualism. Um, I'd, I'm fascinated by the idea that uh, by the idea of marketing, you know. Authentic individualism yeah. as as a as porn as a sexual um, as something that people would be sexually attracted to because I think that a lot of the perception of the sex industry is about superficiality right. and and phoniness and uh, and women and ind- fantasy
2: right? in a way you which, know which, but, I mean, which, which is, is fine I but... mean
1: also this the the idea that like every I mean okay the women on your site. Um, are, the models on your site are performing a certain sure. kind of fantasy, yeah. um, that it, you know, that's sort of your brand is this almost like, yeah. uh, like, you know, woodland fairy right. at like, right. uh, <laughs> goddess yeah. thing going on, which is, uh, it's, which it's you all do like do really well. Thank you. Well,
2: the thing is, it's all, it's all relatively based in reality and it varies, model to model. Yeah. You know, some models are like, ah, this is crazy that I'm wearing this flowy hippie dress. I literally have never worn anything like this ever in my life. And some people like show up like this one model with no shoes on. Yeah. To my house in West Oakland. (laughs) In, uh, with her hair, like, I don't think she had showered in like weeks and weeks. Um, and she was covered in like bruises and scratches from like going on a bike trip and camping. Um, and, uh, was wearing, didn't really have any clothes with her, just scarves, and was wearing a, this was a, this person was amazing, and was wearing, like, a tunic thing and was very small, and I kept saying looked like, um, Hobby from Harry Potter, like a very pretty Hobby. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? The little house gnome?
1: I, I, I don't know that much about Harry Potter, but I'm a gnome. She looked, she looked like she was wearing,
2: like, she looked like a, she was in a gnome costume. Yeah. Basically, with no shoes on. So that's like, I can,
1: I, Harry Potter so reference aside, I can envision this, she, this and, person. She, and, and
2: when we went to the woods, she certainly, like, just got lost in her own world, and I, like, just ran around her taking pictures. So, so it, it goes from, you know, there's a wide variety. Some people, it's like, I'm even toning it down. Yeah. <laughs> and then some people, I'm bringing it up. And most people, it's some kind of, some kind of mixture. Yeah. For sure. And, and even myself, like, um, you know, of course the site is still fantasy, um, and, you know, I'm, like, a businesswoman, really. Fuck, yeah. I'm, I'm like, a post-anarchist, or maybe not exactly post, but whatever. Um, post-activist, I suppose. Um, like, businesswoman who lives in a city. Like, clearly I'm not actually just masturbating all day in the woods. However, Shh. I love Shh. to masturbate all day in the woods. So that's, like, the thing that's important to me is, like, not do you, that... Do not you that...
1: masturbate in the woods?
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. But most of the time now I videotape it. You yeah. know, because content, but I do love fucking in the woods, and I do that all the time without uh, videotaping it.
3: That's great to
2: know. But the important part to me isn't that, like, everything on the site is, like, some, like, you know, whatever, picture by picture, like, totally real representation, but that it's, like, a heightened version of something that someone really is into, or a heightened version of some aspect of someone, you know? So I, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I try not, I try to, like, talk to models about what they're into, both in terms of how they masturbate and... Sexually and everything, and how they want to present themselves, yeah. and then try to like take whatever I think fits the site best out of out of all that, and kind of just heighten that aspect. If
1: that
0: makes it's sense. It's interesting
2: what so you it's, just it's, said it,
1: about yeah. no. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Well, it's interesting what you said about the fact that you live in a, in a city, you know, and that so much of your site is, you know, takes place. Um, uh, not like on a set that is made to look like a, the forest, but actually like you know, yeah. Out actually outside, actually on a hike, actually like with waves crashing porn. over. That's what they call it, hippie, hippie adventure. adventure porn. Yeah. it's it's true, and you know, there's like actual dirt on the bottom of people's feet, yeah. And, and yeah, and they're they're wearing their their sweaty clothes, and um, they're their gnome tunics, they're yeah,
2: gnome tunics. <laughs> <laughs> no, um There's a shoot of her in it because you know you can see it soon. Yeah. What is you. what is her name? Oh, she's not up yet. Um, okay. Fuck. I can't remember her name right now. I'll tell you later. Yeah. Well, she's well, awesome. Oh, uh, Clover. Clover. But she's. I won't update with her for a few months. But
1: also, people should just go to your website and check it out. because It's yeah. fucking awesome. Um, and very affordable. Um, Thanks. but uh, but a, a deal at twice the price. Um, but uh, but anyway. It's interesting that the idea of hairy women would be associated with the outdoors, Uh, you know, because Mm -hmm. obviously you and I both live in cities and we're hairy women and, um, you know, I also like to... Have sex in the dirt in the forest, and to <laughs> d- and to do other things besides sex, right. just like uh, hang uh, out, be, yeah,
2: exist, like read books, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, Swimming,
1: <laughs> yeah, I like uh, yeah. Watch movies on my laptop. What? No, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've done it in the woods actually when I lived in Santa Cruz.
1: Nice. <laughs> in my squats. <laughs> um, but uh, but it but it is it's this interesting association of this freeze. Outdoorsy, hippie, you know, uh, dare I say, sort of like the like Burning Man chic. Uh Um, I mean, I think that you're, um, that you're definitely like more OG than than that. But I, but that's sort of the um, I'm thinking of a little bit more of like an archetype. Yeah, yeah. Interesting that hair is is associated, um, with that.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it is it is associated with that, but I've also, just for myself, like, decided to even heighten, heighten that outdoorsy adventure, hippie adventure time aspect, because most of the other hairy sites, they just have hairy girls, like, in a hotel room. Right. right? Um, partially because they, uh, you know, they're profit-driven. I mean, I'm profit-driven as well, but they're more profit-driven, and yeah. so, however they can cut costs, which... By not driving out into the woods and having to watch, have a lookout and deal with, we- you know, by not doing all those things, you save money, obviously, well, it's such and a, time. It's such
1: a great aesthetic but it's so fun. of your, your site. Yeah, it's fun. And I, I think love the fun it.
2: shows in your pictures. And, and, and the it, models are excited, too. How often do they get to do a shoe or they right. go in the woods? Yeah. Know?
1: And the, the, the environment, it, it creates a great environment when you're when you're looking at the site, you know, so often when you're... So often when you're looking at porn you are looking at people inside. You're looking at people who are not lit with natural light. Yeah, I'm a natural um, light fanatic. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> and uh and it's not it's not that it's not that easy to it's, shoot with natural light. No,
2: it's very difficult. And I of course, you know, I sometimes have a PA, like, a friend to be a production assistant and, like, hold a reflector or something, but mostly I do it by myself just to save money and stuff, and... Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. No, it's a struggle. You're constantly moving around. You're constantly having to adjust things. It's, like, it's not, like, setting up studio lighting, which I can do. I just don't really like how it looks anymore, and um, and then you just ping, bang, 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 bang. That's how you can do so many sets in one day, and so it's just slower, It's slow porn. It's
1: slow porn. It is
2: actually. I mean, the way I shoot, it's slow paced. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like that's perfect because then
2: it's like local,
1: locally sourced, (laughs) locally produced slow porn. Um, yeah. (laughs) uh, It's like the crockpot of, porn. Um, uh. Well, and uh, there's also an element of of exhibitionism as well. You know, I have to say, like when I I look at the stuff. Yeah. the sets sometimes, like, I, I feel like I get a little bit of a thrill from imagining, especially since I know some, I can recognize some of the places that you guys are, because mm-hmm. um, I'm also from Northern California, yeah. so, so I'm imagining you guys, like, uh, quickly, like, stealing a, um, a a shoe, you know, and then, uh, oh, somebody's, somebody's right. coming which in. Right, which happens all yeah. the time. Yeah, Um And I think, and you sometimes take advantage of that in some of the scenes in the in the videos that, that you have, right, where it's like someone stumbles upon someone yeah. masturbating in the, in the right. woods. No, it's,
2: yeah, it's always, like, a, I always want to make sure the model's comfortable, so it's always, like, a push and a pull between, like, how much do I just film, how, how much are we pushing this? Not, like, pushing the model, but just, like, how much do I film through stuff? How much do I, you know, stop and make sure everyone's okay? And usually I try to suss that out before, so I, like, have a gauge. Because some models, um, well, when I send some models, like, actually really hung up about people stumbling upon us, I usually say, let's just shoot not somewhere public. Right. Um, But mostly the models are extremely, don't give a fuck, and it's really (laughs) awesome. Like, they just are like, I don't care that dude's, like, following us around, like, 50 feet away, like whatever let's just do this this That's is awesome really, and they're like cracking up you know so you should yeah they're pretty should, great people
1: should, <laughs> should, again like with the harassers you should turn around and be like if you like what you see you should visit naughty um
2: i wanted to do that but then it, that particular instance was at a place that i go to pretty frequently and so yeah. i don't want people who are in that town which i'm sure this guy lives in that town because he's yeah. followed me twice now yeah um, I oh, don't want the creepy. people in the town to know what my website is because then they'll go on it and see that I've shot they have, like
3: everything there.
2: Yeah, but I'm not gonna say what that town is because no, I don't want to be found out.
1: <laughs> well, I'm not gonna give any of your secrets away.
2: Don't um, give my secrets away.
1: Um, but no, you know, I was what I was saying was that your your scenarios, like the fantasy scenarios of your scenes, the where you have the setups that you have, or do not you have one where it's like you have like you and somebody hooking up and then two other people oh yeah are like that oh, was so awesome yeah that's well so I know you knew saying. that
2: but um <laughs> yeah and that was that was really awesome and in that scene actually we went to an area of the woods I was pretty familiar with and there's just mountain bike trails in you know cutting through the entire forest but the redwoods are pretty dense yeah so you couldn't really, and we were on the ground, so if they had seen anyone, all they would have seen was someone, like, holding a camera, maybe, or something, or the people hiding behind the tree, like, peeking, because that was, like, their their job. Um, so Ava Solanis and Felix Weatherwood. And, um, but, like, the whole time we could hear mountain bike, you know. And so, like, cute. they definitely were It's like the round. California... You can always get caught. The, ooh, that's hot. That's a new site. You can always get caught.
3: <laughs> 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 or I could
2: make, ooh, I can make, like, a feature, like, a series called You Can Always Get Caught. It's just, like, all different public stuff. That's a good idea.
1: Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Well, let's talk about your members, because you also get the opportunity to... Talk to them a lot. To talk to them and interact with them and and meet them. And and so, um, and you were talking about... um, Uh, armpit smothering Mm -hmm. um, which seems like you were talking about people (laughs) wanting to live in people's armpits so it seems like with that there has to do with not only an element of the, um, the visual aesthetic of hairy bodies, um, and not even just the tactile sensation of hairy bodies, um, but also the smell.
2: Oh yeah. The smell.
1: Yeah. So what is, what is the, what's the deal with, uh, you know, again, talking about this whole like archetype of the anti-materialist hippies. So what's, what's the deal with, um, are hairy girls
2: smellier than your average girl? I mean, the hair, it holds, it holds smells yeah yeah for sure yeah um especially
1: in the armpits and the crotch
2: especially in the arm yeah the legs i mean who the why would your middle of your calf smell that'd be kind of concerning i think but um (laughs) maybe like the sweaty like underneath but like you know right anyways um maybe only if you're like working out really hard and like spandex your like calves with sweat but i think
1: that's a (laughs) tumbler yeah
2: (laughs) sweaty calves and spandex um yep but yeah, as far... Yeah, many, many... I wish I could make a scratch-and-sniff um, website. Like, oh. what is it? Pink Flamingos has scratch-and-sniff? Yeah. Or, uh, or uh, supposedly. Odor, uh, odor, 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 odor... odor. Odorama? What is it? Something. Is it Pink Flamingos? Smell-O-Vision. Smell-O-Vision. Yeah. So, I wish that I could have that. Which I could, but it would be like a chemically manufactured smell. Like, I don't think I could really bottle the armpit smell, so... Um, it wouldn't really Somebody be. needs to get
1: on that. I
2: know. Many people have said they want to, they want to, yeah, live in whatever. Just, just obsessive, obsessive things about. What's funny smell. because
1: you can like buy <laughs> fancy like flashlights like. where you can like fuck Stoya's pussy. You know, like a like a right. mold of Stoya's pussy, but you you can't like uh, buy Nikki Silver's armpit. Smell. I mean, I
2: think I would need to find, like, a um, – because I, I don't know if you could really, like, capture the actual smell. I might need to find, like, an expert perfumist who could, like, yeah. create it yeah, yeah, in the yeah. way that they create, like, specific smells or something. Um, but I've had, like – you know, I've had, like, in-person clients be like, I'm never going to fucking take a shower because I, I have your smell all over me. Or, like, I'm never going to – I'm going to put this shirt in, like, a plastic bag and keep it forever. Or, like, just different – just laying there, just with my armpits in their face, just smelling, breathing, like they are go off and, like, they look like they're, like, gonna pass out because they're, like, so high on it, and, um, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy, and personally, I, like, I really like how people, I like people's body odor a lot. Yeah. I mean, not if it's super old and nasty, but, you know, it takes a little while and, like, never washing your clothes and things like that, but as long as it's, like, relatively fresh, there, I pretty much, totally like... it's
1: totally, like, a, like, a, an over valuing of, like, sterilized, neutral, non-smell, again, in American culture, the way that we're centralized, and mainstream something, and et cetera. Um, There's an overemphasis on, on eliminating all odor, so that if you can smell someone at all, it's you know it's unprofessional or it's gross or it's unsexy um you know and then of course we've all smelled someone who has an, a, a serious foul body odor problem but right. then in between those two things <laughs> there is a world of of nonvision right that is you know and <laughs> there you know pheromones are a thing and yeah. um you know just Again, I, it seems like it would be kind of associated with the iconoclasm, like, oh, I do what I want, like, I'm not where, I don't smell like the mall, I, yeah. you know, I I'm, I just got off my bicycle and I am, you know, wearing used clothes and yeah. uh, th- th- that is, uh, you know. I'm also
2: kind of terrible at washing my clothes, like, I really should, I should
1: do it more. But I
2: don't wash them very much. I mean, but no seem, one cares! Yeah,
1: you seem to be doing just
2: No fine. one fucking cares! Yeah. There's, I was funny. I was talking to, I think a client even last night actually. And I was like, there's literally like other people are like, Oh, I have to wear deodorant because I have to go to my job. Like maybe they don't have a personal preference for it, but they're like, I have to like be considerate to people and not smell. Right. Right. Um, and I'm just like, there really is no, because my job is to smell, there is no occasion on which I, I need to not smell. The only occasion was if would be if I was a more considerate person like when I went to the dentist or something. But I'm like, I'm paying you. Word. You know, like when I, I'm like, there's really nothing. Maybe if I had to go to court, like something where me seeming like more normative or respectable was like something that would actually be useful or helpful to me. But like, other than that, there's really no occasion. So yeah, I never wear deodorant or anything. But you know what's sad? My partner can't smell. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. He got in a bike accident, and he can't smell. And apparently he used to really like people's smells before, so he probably would really like my smell. And he can't smell me. Well, I mean, he's probably doing okay. He's so he fine. So he can't
1: taste either. He
2: kind of can taste. Yeah. But, but it's
1: different. Wow, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Why do you think... I mean, that's it's sad and interesting. I know, I know. It's
2: not know. like tragic. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've got
1: plenty of people appreciating. I do, um, for sure. Um, Yeah, I love (laughs) that you've woven your toes together. (laughs) Um, Why do you think that smell is so associated with perverts? Like you know when is it really?
2: Oh, think about like I'm just like I don't even know.
1: Like when I tell. Like, okay, like, I like the smell of, like, underwear that has been worn by people who I like. Yeah. I like it a lot. And there's something so pervy about it. You know, it's like, if I say that to people, people are like, oh, that's so pervy, you know, or, like, someone will tease me. Oh, you really, you want my underwear, like, on your face? (sighs) And I just, I wonder why that scent... Or, I mean, that uh, that that, uh, that sense, yeah, more than other senses, is so, I think, so charged and associated I think with perversion.
2: I think it's because, um, it's just, I, I I'm, for some reason, I guess I talked to my client a lot last night about all different things, so things keep reminding me. He's kept talking about how he really wanted, like, more primal interactions, and how he had, like, primal sex. And I, I word's kind of weird, but I think that's kind of... The reason, like yeah, it's. Um, I mean, that's
1: what a lot of this stuff is about. It's it's like, it's, like non- we use all our other
2: senses for all these other things. Like we look at stuff, and we have this whole society, this whole like capitalism. Everything is like, you know, we use our sense of sight to like make money, or to like yeah. to take care of our kids, or like whatever, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, not get hit by cars.
2: Yeah, just all kinds of things, and the same with like listening and you know, really anything, but I would say the same thing for taste, if you talk about how much you like the taste of something that's also seen as really pervy. Yeah. Senses, that, or even, like, the feeling. Like, sight and vision are, like, seen valued. as... Valued. Valued really highly and seen as, like, more practical and normal and, like, how things feel and then especially, like, taste and smell is, like, it's this much more basic thing. Also, it's very difficult to describe how things smell. That's Whereas true. when you look at something with someone, as long as both of your visions are, like, relatively like what's considered normal like you'll see roughly the same thing it's kind of been proven that that is the case you know sure whereas smell it's like everyone has different associations it's super emotional it's, that's true Memo- it's all these different with things memory
1: right yeah. yeah it's kind of more like music
2: mm-hmm in, in the
1: sense that it's sort of abstract yeah yeah I mean, it's you abstract can't, you can't describe it as much yeah yeah um what else do your clients love about body hair what else do they?
2: Sorry. There goes that ring. <laughs> Apparently, I'm a child. I can't sit still. Um, You're doing great. So, <laughs> what else do they love about body hair? Um, okay, the smell is a big thing, and the hair traps the smell. Um, and then there's so many other things. Like, the, I mean, as you've been saying, the association with like subcultures yeah. and just different kinds of alternative situations um, people love. And the, asso- I mean, and with that association comes like the, I mean and it is a projection in a way but it's a projection that I do actually embody for real so it works for me and I appreciate right, it it's not... of just me being like free spirited basically right. and not having the same kind of hang ups as someone would who is shaven which is clearly like not always the case like plenty of shaven people are also free spirited people however the hair Correct. makes yeah. them have the association
1: Right right and yeah. in your case that association is um is genuine Yeah yeah it's yeah. not just a
2: It's not just a Halloween costume. No. Um, And also I have lots of clients who, um, I would say most of my clients are quite old. Yeah. There's certainly young men too. And the young men have more of the subcultural situation happening, like, like, a, my client last night used to be a punk. He was, like... Now he's, like, a fucking... In marketing or something. But he was, like... he's like, Oh, I used to be a punk. And, like, it reminds me of, like, this and that. And but from before I yeah, sold out. Yeah, before I sold out. And then for the older guys, it's, like... You know, it wasn't nearly as common for people to shave. Right. And so a lot of their earliest sexual experiences were, were with women who didn't shave. Right. And then rather quickly, shaving did become more prevalent. Like, once they, they were with their wife for like five years, then, oh my God, everyone's starting to shave now. Right. Or whatever length of time it was. And so now they've gone years and years without it when their basic first sexual awakening right. that kind of formed their whole basis of sexuality was about unshaven Right. Women, so it's kind know? of
1: like stockings... Or, you know, yeah. Yeah, any sort of, of those like kind of, like, throwback
2: underwear. yeah, throwback stuff, it's like, it reminds them of, like, their first sexual awakening, and they're, like, and they just, they're just, till their grave, they probably will just, you know, that will be what sex is to them. It's like, hairy yeah. pussy. Like, that's it. Yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> that makes complete sense. So. I also sometimes, when people, when I get unsolicited comments about, particularly my hairy armpits, I, I haven't gotten people say like making jokes about like are you European which I I find I find it really weird I mean I guess I, I guess it's more prevalent in Europe for women From to not my, shave I don't their know their armpits
2: that's, I don't know if that's actually true if they're Americans saying that I would say bullshit yeah um, if what they're Euro- that used if to they're European true? then I would say maybe you know better than me but yeah. I have tons of European clients and members. And they all say that it's like totally changed. America's just influenced the fucking world. Yeah, that's kind of. I think most Western countries.
1: I think it's like this, and probably some not Western
2: countries too, but you know, particularly Western countries. I think it's like
1: like an outdated stereotype of French women who with hair. It is. I think
2: many of my members would be a lot. They'd be a lot happier if it wasn't outdated, but I think it is. That's that's the reports I get. Yeah.
1: Well, well, Nikki Silver, you are a role model, and uh, and uh, and I love I love talking to you about this subject. I'm really glad we're collaborating. I know on we're this gonna have a book out book. with both
2: our our hairy contributions, yeah. in Various ways, you know, our
1: hairy minds, <laughs> yeah. Hairy minds are going to.
2: Come together and create something that you should buy. Yeah, uh,
1: absolutely. (laughs) People in the world.
2: (laughs) um, So
1: the book is coming out in in June of 2015. It's called Unshaven. It's coming out from 3L Media. Um, Naughtynatural.com. There's no no S. It's not plural. It's just this sort of... um, Yeah,
2: it was a makeup company. Naughty
1: Naturals was?
2: Yeah, and then I tried to get a sponsorship with them, and then they never wrote me back as most things that I try to get sponsorships with. And then, and now they don't exist. And I tried to buy it, and I can't. Motherfuckers, Isn't I fucked up. Um. Anyways,
1: and you are X Nikki Silver X. Yeah. At, Twitter a, at at. Uh, so that's. Can you spell it?
2: Sure. X N I K K I S I L V E R X. Sweet. For the Twitter.
1: Um. And any anywhere else online or anything else that you wanna? I mean,
2: I have a few random things but I think that's good enough. Once you go to my Twitter, like there's contact information for me. There's contact information on the site, you know, I have like an escort page and a photographer portfolio and stuff, but you know. The Twitter is the Twitter is a good place to just figure out different things.
1: Um that's that's for the website. And, and everyone should go visit yeah. them and uh I guess before we close, do you have any thoughts on like a ki- like a kinky humiliation scene of like a hairy girl being like forced to shave or something. It, it,
2: well, okay, I think Bianca may have done that scene already. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's wrong. which actually what I'm I want. Of it. I want to Bianca see it. Stone. Yeah, yeah. But I think that happened. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, do you have thought like is that? Do you find that to be like scary in a neurotic way, or for myself, or for, yeah, your... for
2: you? Well, I'm not very submissive. Yeah. Um. So there isn't m- much in that realm that is appealing to me. Like as far as like me,
1: are you? Doing are it. you? Are you sadistic though?
2: Yes. Yeah. Would yeah. you? Would
1: you get off on? Of course, consensually uh-huh. within the context of, of consent, shaving someone, of with yeah, would you get off on shaving Sh-
2: someone? I think I could. Yeah, yeah, I think I could, yeah. depending on the circumstance and and everything. Yeah, I like people being restrained. So I think, especially if they were like restrained. Yeah, and then they couldn't move and stuff, and they had to like be like really still so I didn't cut them. In. Yeah, like, I am kind of like I also I didn't tell you about all my weird personal things. Please, I also ha- have a really huge needle phobia, and um and just like like cutting of any kind freaks me the fuck yeah, out. Like skin breaking.
1: So yeah. when
2: you say these things, it kind of freaks me out because I think of like the potential for you know like cuts happening, which kind of just I don't know. I just have this thing about it. Or it freaks me yeah, out it's really edgy. bad. Yeah, um, I'm imagining
1: like a, I like a, like a, an old fashioned like Sweeney Todd like straight razor yeah. shaving.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I could be sadistic in that way. Like I'm happy, I like stoked about like inflicting pain of different kinds and things like that. But like, yeah, basically in my mind it like almost it goes to like knife play and just like the sight of blood basically makes me pass out. Like I just can't handle any of it. So. Well, now it's now probably not the to thing I'm gonna do out. oh yeah it's, it's real easy to freak me out yeah it's not hard well we've yeah. learned so much about you today <laughs> yeah but you know what I would think would be more fun because it would cause pain yeah waxing someone yes that would be the thing I would be more excited about doing would be waxing someone because there'd be no like I mean maybe like little blood but not like cutting
1: yeah and yeah, yeah of course and it would
2: cause them pain and be like a like a, a cute, like that would be fun.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. imagining be- maybe <laughs> this is just because this is where my purview mind goes. But I'm imagining like a, like a, like a slumber party where hi, yes, yes, we need to, we need to go. Um, uh, I'm imagining a a slumber party where there are, are girls who, oh are, who are humiliating another oh girl God. because like shaming her for being hairy and then they, hold her, down and and wax then they her. hold her down and
2: wax her yeah no that would be really cool and then the part two could be like the revenge of yes of course cause six guys... months later she comes back and she's hairy again and then she does something happens. else to the girls <laughs> like uh... i'm not sure what because you can't force people to grow hair but she could chain them, them up. up. She could <laughs> For three chain months. them up and make them hairy, <laughs> and then make
1: them like go to the prom. Hairy, yeah. They tie. Like,
2: oh, you bondage with your arms above your head. Yeah, there you go. So everyone can see your hairy armpits. Yeah, you leave them a lot. They're tied together, and you pull them along. Make it their Facebook oh, photo. God. Yeah, That's great.
1: Well, listen. I think that we may have um... some ideas. Hairy. Uh, Torture,
2: yeah, HarryTorture.com is. <laughs> well, We're I am. I am doing that that Harry bondage scene like later today or tomorrow for my site. Oh, that's the, right. The custom. Oh, it's that's just, right. It's just the girl tied up with the hairy armpits, and then the tor- tickling and the licking and the. Stuff. It's not very torturery. It's more like. Oh, I, guess. I would
1: imagine like pulling on the and hair pulling.
2: and pulling and licking and all different kinds of things. But pulling doesn't exactly hurt. You have to pull like real hard for it to really. I think you could probably do. Oh, some, you could definitely some hurt some damage. Someone. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to pull out my hair. So no.
1: do it too hard. You just want to stroke them. Well, on that note, thank you so much for being on the. Podcast. You are welcome. I think you're fucking fabulous, thank and you. um, we'll uh, we'll see more of your hairy. Brain and hairy mind. Really? <laughs> <Soon>. <laughs> All right, I love you, chicken. I love you, chicken. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to episode 22. Future episodes feature Morgana May, Rachel Kramer Bustle, and allison Moon. Visit WirepeopleIntoThat dot com to stream every episode and subscribe to our newsletter. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you like listening to podcasts. Next time on Wire People Into That, T Pantherella and I talk about why we love putting really big things in people's homes.
0: I think it's like the, the stretch and the give. Yeah. Um and the challenge, even if it isn't really a
1: challenge.
0: <laughs> but like the initial like the idea.
1: Even if it's easy, it's still impressive. Right. Yeah. Like the
0: idea of like the of this moment when you have this uh implement in your hand or maybe it's um like being kind of it's late it's on your thigh or your belly or you're touching it on someone else's body mm. and you can feel it. Mm-hmm. You can feel its girth. You can feel the weight. And then that immediate moment of it kind of pushing past and in, Mm. something about it is just like everything for me. Yeah. I statements. Well, you're like Uh, making it disappear. Yeah. Like you're just kind of containing it. Mm -hmm. You're containing it. And even with like, I feel like for my body, like even with the, the largest implements and body parts that I've ever like, like had inside of my body at some point, even when it's really intense, it does. Your body kind of absorbs it yeah, and so, warms it and takes it. Oh,
1: God. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh,
3: <laughs>
1: As always, Why Are People Into That is produced and hosted by yours truly, Tina Horn. Until next time. I'll have my nose blissfully buried in somebody's armpit hair.